father we thank you once again for the privilege to be in service in fellowship thank you once again for what you have done for us as a nation we called on to you and father you have been faithful to your word thank you for the peace we're enjoying this nation thank you for the calmness thank you for the progress we love you lord we love you and lord we commit this time in your word to your holy hands your word will always prosper where it is sent let your word prosper in our hearts let your word prosper in our lives let your word prosper in our spirits let your word prosper in our business let your word prosper in every aspect of our lives in the name of jesus may our experiences be as the word coming right now in the name of the lord jesus christ clap your hands and celebrate god hallelujah praise god it's a privilege to bring god's word to you this evening and i want to celebrate my father the bishop can we celebrate the bishop for the privilege to bring god's word to us hallelujah now um i just have a few minutes to bring this word so i'm trusting god that you hear what god is saying not what i'm saying amen praise god amen hallelujah praise god now we all remember that um the last quarter of this year i've been looking at jesus christ his ministry his life his teachings we have been focusing on jesus from the gospels um paul the apostle said we should be imitators of him as he is of christ and jesus said that greater things than these shall you do because i go to the father and so hebrews also says that looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith jesus christ is our example we are meant to look at and replicate his experiences in our lives practically and uh first second corinthians chapter 3 verse 17 down talks about the last verse says that uh, we as we behold him we are changed and so we are supposed to look at him and become what he is amen and so for the past months for the past the last quarter of this year we've been looking at several aspects of jesus and for this month of december as we are ending this year we are looking at the wisdom dimension of jesus and focusing or zeroing in on um uh, what do you call it prosperity by faith all right prosperity or abundance by faith praise god hallelujah faith for abundance so we are looking at the wisdom dimension of christ and we'll end up looking at the faith for abundance it's important for us to understand that we have been wired by god ordained by god to walk in abundance and not scarcity amen until this becomes um a revelation or a truth that captures your mind you can never walk in the experience of it for as a man thinketh, so is he is what you see become what you are looking at you replicate it so it's important for us to understand that abundance is 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 an integral part of god's purpose for the christian we were not created for scarcity we're not created for lack and want we're created for abundance abundance and not just any abundance supernatural abundance say with me i'm created for supernatural abundance i can't hear you i'm created for supernatural abundance Say, my life is for abundance prosperity on every side and this will come by the instrument of faith amen now when you read the book of first corinthians in chapter number one and the verse number 30 i want to read the new king james and then i will read the amplified classic let me think from verse 27 to to make it help us a little more but god has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise and god has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty now from this scripture as we move on you realize that the ways of god are not the ways of man god's ways are not the ways of man the ways of god are very contrary to the ways of man so if it comes to men they will use wisdom 
to make an impact they will use strength to make an impact no man will pick a foolish thing to make great impact out of it but god will pick the foolish things and then he'll put to shame the wise and that's why i know that you might not look like what god says about you but that's what you're going to be it's not by your strength it's by what god has decided to do in you hallelujah verse 20 says and the base things of the world and the things which are despised god has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are and that no flesh should glory in his presence but of him you are in christ jesus who became for us wisdom from god and righteousness and sanctification and redemption jesus christ is the personification of the wisdom of god in this life the outcomes of your life are either are products of wisdom depending on which wisdom you're operating by there's a wisdom of the devil the wisdom of the world the wisdom of man and the wisdom of god to the believer jesus christ is the wisdom of god to you the wisdom of god is the revelation of god's mysteries let's look at first corinthians chapter number two and uh let me read the new king james now look at verse number four of the second chapter first corinthians chapter two and uh, let's take from verse one so you, you you enjoy the scripture and i brethren when i came to you did not come with excellence of speech of wisdom uh, declaring to you the testimony of god for i determined not to know anything among you except jesus christ and him crucified let me just chip this in i was seven we're having a class this evening and we're talking about uh, mental health mental health and we we, we have privy to a certain statistics that shows that um it's about the u.s quite a number of people are dying out of mental some out of if you pick um, if you pick maybe about five people one out of five or two out of five people have a certain dimension of mental illness and the research shows that those that go to church don't have mental illness you understand so just come to church you've not received revelation yet and by all means every human being walking on earth has some dimension of mental illness now in the course of the discussion these are pastors these are ministers pastors of you know churches and great people and uh, in the call of this cast they're talking about support systems in church and how we should have professionals to help you know psychologists and i was getting upset by said class i have to be quiet to an extent because um being a school if you're going to um if you're going to push forth any submission it must be a bit academic and I think I'm still learning, so I can't put it out there. So I was having a chat with my, one of my colleagues, and I said that no one knows how to solve the problem of a product and a manufacturer. And now God has given the solution to man's problem. It's simple. For God so loved the world that he gives the begotten son, that whosoever swallows him is probably solved. So Jesus is god's answer to man's problem nothing else number two god has given that solution to the church to feed the church with so the message that the pastors we pastors evangelists apostles must preach is jesus but you know what is happening we are not preaching jesus so people are not filled with him and if you are not filled with him you're going to have depression you're going to have frustration you have mental illness it's not about support systems it's about preaching jesus are you with me so you can see that apostle paul never preached anything but jesus and that's why i focused on jesus the answer to man's problem is not in man it's in what god has provided and you cannot add on to what god god has given what god has given is complete you can't you can't support it anyone that tries to support god dies Uza try to support the ark of god god killed him i get no idea so in bringing the ark they first put the ark on the calf and that was not what god has instructed the ark must be on the shoulders of men so you see the ways of men and the ways of god in there and so the abundance we are talking about is not by the ways of men it's by the ways of god the ways of god is christ he's the wisdom of god are you with me 
I can hear you. So he said, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That is the gospel. He said, I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not to the persuasive words of man wisdom, but the demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Why? Because the wisdom of God is also the power of God. Hallelujah. And, and God's power is God's ability to manifest what is in God's mind. So the only way for the kind of prosperity that God has for us to be manifested is by God's power. And God's power is in his wisdom. So you have access to the wisdom of God. You've accessed the power of God that makes that abundance possible. Are you with me? Now, look at this where my focus is. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Look at verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Uh, people of God, the abundance we are talking about is the glory of God for the saints. But that glory is only accessed by the mystery of God's wisdom. <laughs> and this wisdom God made manifest. That is Jesus Christ. Are you with me? If you're confused, just wave your hand with me. You're confused? Amazing. Okay, so let's start this way. So, God has ordained for you and I to walk in abundance, not scarcity. Alright? Let me give an example. You're going to circle. There's a way that leads to circle. So you get here, if you're, you're driving. So you do your U-turn, get that place, and then you're going to circle. Now, if you're going to circle and you get to Tetequashi and you branch to Tema, where will you end? Tema, not circle. The intention is circle, but the intention has a path. So that path to circle, that is how the wisdom of God is the path of God that leads you to your destination of abundance. So equates circle with abundance. Then the path, the way, the highway from here to circle is the wisdom of God. Do you get me? Now, that destination that is called abundance is also the glory of you. That's the glory God wants to walk in. Glory is walking your full potential. You know what I'm trying to say? So who you truly are, you are now manifesting it. And one of your manifestations is abundance, prosperity. You don't lack anything. You are a supplier. You are not a beggar. You don't just meet the needs of your family, but you meet the needs of your environment, your nation. You influence your world in abundance. I get a whole idea. So you abundance so much that even this building you can just write a check and then we finish it. That's abundance. When we are working in abundance, we don't raise funds. We have an intention, we finish it. Abundance. Prosperity. You get a whole idea. Uh-huh. So, Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus Christ is, if wisdom is the way of God, he's the way. Is that what I'm to say? Uh-huh. So, this wisdom, which is Jesus, is God's mystery to us that leads us to that glory of abundance. You understand what I'm to say? Good. So, Jesus' sayings, it's wisdom speaking. Hallelujah. The way everybody's quiet is like I'm saying so many things. But are you with me now? Jesus is wisdom. When he speaks, what comes out? Wisdom. So we are, we are looking at the sayings of Jesus. Alright? So one other name you can use for Jesus in this context is that he's wisdom. So look at the sayings of wisdom. The sayings of wisdom is wisdom. And wisdom, this wisdom I'm talking about, is the ways of God. How God does things. The house of God. Amen. H-O-W-S. The house of God. These are the wisdom of God. Alright? And this wisdom leads us into that abundance we're talking about. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise God. You are ordained for abundance. I said you are ordained for abundance. 
you are ordained for abundance you are ordained for abundance it's one thing to tell you there's a place called circle and nothing to tell you how to get there i get the whole idea so god is saying that i have abundance for you that's your portion he's now showing us how praise god are you with me i see god open us up to his ways in the name of the lord jesus christ now let's look at some of the things that some of the sayings of christ that depicted the wisdom of god and we'll look at some elements in this wisdom hallelujah now let's open our bibles to the book of mark and chapter 9 and verse 14 hallelujah let me read the new king james you are walking the wisdom of god hallelujah oh praise god oh praise god oh praise god oh praise god so one of the elements of the wisdom of god is faith somebody say faith so let's look at this story here. When you read from chapter the chapter 9, verse 14, down to the verse 32, you see the entire story. Now, before now, Jesus Christ had gone to the mountain with Peter, James, and John. And on the mountain, Christ is transfigured. Alright? And then there appeared on the mountain Moses and Elijah. And then Peter, James, and John witnessed this awesome manifestation of christ and then a voice comes from heaven and god says to them that listen to him all right now down below the mountain there was an activity happened there so the verse number nine going it tells us what was happening down there so this man brings a son who is afflicted with some kind of uh, um, affliction okay and um, um the bible says it says uh, um that he was he had the spirit of um he couldn't speak so he was dumb and then he had brought them to disciples of jesus christ and they could not deliver him now christ has descended from the mountain okay and then within a twinkle of an eye the demon is gone and disciples ask how come that we could not do this then you look at the verse um 23 jesus makes a very profound statement jesus says that jesus said to him if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes the wisdom of god teaches us about faith in god possibilities are possible in the region of faith when faith is at work possibilities is automatic so faith brings you to the place of possibilities and what is faith about what has god said I believe it, I act on it. Faith says, I trust in what God has said. Faith says, I take the ways of God against any other. There's no option. This is the way I take. If God has said it, that settles it. That's what faith is doing here. Are you with me? And when you walk by faith, all right, you come to a place of possibility. So this issue about abundance answers to faith. So faith does not make you look at your background and where you're coming from. Faith does not make you look at the, the economic situation. Faith does not make you look at the family you're coming from. Doesn't make you look at the business you're doing. Faith makes you place your focus on God. Now at that dimension, all things are possible. It means you can sell balloons and have abundance. So the abundance is not on exactly what you are doing, but what faith is doing what you are doing. Hello? Praise God. Amen. So he says that if you can believe all things, not some things, all things are possible. Not some things, all things are possible. One time, you know, we're having a discussion and um, there's a sect that was like, oh, no, no, this faith thing is, is not supposed to be so. I mean, God is sovereign. You know, God is sovereign. He can choose to do what he wants to do. So, so somebody asked, so, so at what point does our faith come to play because if god is sovereign he does what he wants then what is my place there then i said to them that the sovereignty of god has the wisdom of god the wisdom of god depicts responsibility there must be a partnership between god and man for anything on earth to happen that's where faith comes to play so by the sovereignty of god he has declared over you abundance 
by that wisdom is a place of responsibility to now materialize what he has said. So the sovereignty of God does not say I should suffer. No. There's even between persecution and suffering. What did Christ come to on the cross? He took away all my suffering. What am I experiencing? Suffering. Where from this one? So faith opens my eyes to see what God has finished for me and then I begin to appropriate it in my life. You don't say that because God is sovereign, if, if I'm sick, time or pay, because God is suffering. What is the will of God? What is God's intention for me? Is it for me to be sick and die? Is it for me to be sick and die? What does the word say? He took away my infirmities and bore all my sicknesses. Out of that same sovereignty, he has given me a key to walk in the reality of that sovereignty. So I have faith in what he has done and I walk in it. Hallelujah. So faith brings you to a place where all things are possible. If you are not a man of faith, you don't have faith, you don't have trust in God's word, even if they put you in a place, so-called abundance, you'll be poor. It's not much about where you are located, but how much of dependency you have on God. Hallelujah. If you can believe, if only you can believe, all things are possible. All things are possible to him who believes. Let's check out chapter 10 of the same book. Mark chapter 10. And uh, we will focus on verse 27. But um, the story talks about you know a rich man. And uh, um, you know he's coming to know how do I gain salvation. And Christ tells me a few things. And the guy leaves sorrowful. He's like, I can't do this. And then disciples are like, ah, so then who... <laughs> Who else can be saved? But Christ made another statement that also talks about faith. Verse 27 says, But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Let's try and look at the two scriptures again. Okay, so the first time we read was in verse number 23 of chapter number 9. It says, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Now the verse number 27 now says, Um, 27 says that uh, for with men it's impossible. So impossibility is in the region of men but possibility is in the region of God. Now how do I get the region of God? Faith takes me to the region of God. Doubt places me in the region of men. Praise the name of Jesus. So men say it can't be done. God says it can be done but rise to my level by faith. And I can tell you the truth. People of God um, when faith is at work, possibilities is just is just there. So somebody said that, but I have faith. I don't see it. Mm-mm. Men that have faith don't confess they have faith. Their result makes men tell that they have faith. Possessors of faith and those that walk in faith don't say they have faith. Check through the Bible. None of those people that that you know Christ referred to them as people that had faith ever said they had faith. They only placed their confidence in God. And the results was faith. If faith is at work, there will be answers. That's the truth. And just as we are sharing God's word, your faith is being stirred up. Hallelujah. Your faith is being stirred up. What has God said about my abundance? God has brought me to an abundance. He said, I'm complete in him. He says, my sufficiency. It's not, it's not about what I'm doing. And you see, this is how we sow our seeds. According to God's faithfulness. And we'll check out the scripture and look at something, you know, interesting about how faith works. Remember, we're talking about the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ, the wisdom of God. And in the wisdom of God is the dimension of faith. So what brings that place to operate in the dimension of God is faith. Brings you there. I see you walk in that dimension. In the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, the year has not ended it means God is not done with you yet hallelujah God is not done with you yet whatever that you must lay hold on your faith has come alive lay hold on it the year must end in praise for you total praise as a, as a, as a, as a, a body as believers we, we, we had faith in God that we will have a very smooth election alright we will have a smooth election and when we are done we are driving around it's as if nothing has happened. It's like we've maybe had an election. 
Why? Because we saw what God's word said. We had confidence in God's word. Because we have confidence in the one that gave that word. That he's not a man that should lie. Someone that should repent. And then based on what we saw, we declared and acted on it. And we have the results. Praise the name of Jesus. And that's how you're going to have this results of abundance in your life. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Ah, It's not all the time that you work to have money. No. No. Money answers to revelation. <laughs> money answers to revelation. Supplies answers to revelation. It's not everything that is hard work. Be practical. Look at how much you spend in a month compared to your salary. Then you always say you're a thief. Because what you have spent is way much more than what came to you. So that is an example to show you that it's a dimension you walk in. You don't work for everything. Things work for you. And it's by revelation. It doesn't mean you are lazy. No, you're not lazy. In fact, last time I checked, there's a labor who must labor. And the labor is to labor in the word of God and apply God's word. And then other things begin to work for us. I, I pray with you and for you, people of God, that in this few days to the end of the year, you walk in that dimension. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we're talking about. It's the realm of possibilities. That's what, that's what we teach. Real possibilities. Our labor should be in the service of God. Then these things shall follow after us. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will chase you. We're not meant to chase them. It's a place of revelation. When you come to that place, there's hunger in the city, but ravens are feeding you. When you come to that place, the one who says his food is not enough, that's the person that will feed you. It will come from unlikely places. And that will be your testimony. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's check out this, this final scripture. Let's look at Mark in chapter number 4. There's an element that I want us to look at as I was taught by the bishop. Praise God. Amen. Luke chapter 4 and um, we'll look at the verse 29. But let's read from verse 26 to 32. So it just um, to 29. So you get, get to know what is happening there. Now he said the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. That is to sow. Alright. And should sleep by night. Rise by day. And the seed should sprout and grow and he himself does not know how people of god faith does not ask how shall this be faith places dependency on god and leaves the how to god like i showed you recently a testimony about a woman in techiman who's who had a challenge with her uh, her ovaries she was having some and they, they had to you know, do a surgery and take away the ovaries. And that is all. You can't give birth again. But the woman said one time, she, he spent like two days in prayer. said, Lord, I mean, you must do something about it. And forgot about it. Forgot about it. One day she wasn't feeling too well. She went to the hospital and the doctor says, let's do some tests on you. And let's add pregnancy. <laughs> Forget the pregnancy. The man said, why? I said, no, I can't. I can't be pregnant. It's not possible. And the man said, don't worry, let's just add it. He told the man her history. I don't have ovaries. You know, the way you have, let's just add it. And they did a test and they found she was pregnant. So now the question is this. Science says that you need ovaries. But here she's pregnant. In the region of men, that is impossible. In the dimension of God, that is a possible thing. It's a natural thing. May impossibilities become possible in your life. Now, she does not know how. So, just as a farmer will take a seed and sow the seed, goes to sleep and comes back and the seed has sprouted and does not know how. It is not your business to know how. I get no idea. If God tells me that by his wisdom, I should sow and it shall be a ripping. I am not supposed to think about how shall the ripping happen. My job is to honor God's word by obedience. And that is faith. When I do that, I leave the how to him. Another day, what I'll do is wow. Period. You don't ask the how. 
It's by mercy that God did not stop what was happening in the life of Sarah. How shall this be? Sarah said that. Um, Zechariah said that. Even Mary said that. The how is for God. Yours is to know what God is saying. And what God wants you to do. When you act on what God says you should do. Leave the rest to God to do his part. Sow the seed and leave it. One thing is very sure. He's too faithful who has asked you to have faith in him. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, he himself doesn't know how. For the earth yields crops by itself. First the blade, then the head, and after that, full grain in the head. Now, this portion tells us that faith needs patience because there's a place of process. Amen. So, faith is not without patience because there's a need for process. When you sow, when the farmer has sowed, the seed must die. And then, you see the faces it mentioned? Now you need patience. And there are many of us that lack patience. But how is that possible? Faith does not work without patience. There's a process. One man of God said that God's a magician. There's a place of process. Why? The reason there's process is because process builds in you the strength to carry the harvest. When you neglect process and you don't have the virtue of patience in process, the capacity to handle the outcome of faith another day is not there. So what comes out, you can't handle it. It's a place of process. And it's as a lot of young people go into ministry and want things to just happen instantly. They look at the glory of people and they want to be it. But don't realize that it's a season you go through. And I've come to realize something. When God calls you, he strips you of your options and strips you of your dependencies. So that he becomes your sole person you depend on. Do you understand who I, who I did? So sometimes he takes away from people that, in fact, sometimes when you're about to go to ministry, you see you have friends that have money. And for some strange reasons, as soon as you're like, okay, when I resign, at least this one knows that I will need something. As soon as you resign, they all leave you. Because why? God will not pick wise things to confound wise. He will pick foolishness to confound foolish. God will strip you off of all dependency on men. So your dependency is on him. Why? You are receiving capacity to handle certain things. Faith has the element of process. Not knowing how is also the element of grace. It means it's God that is working the whole thing. Hallelujah. Sometimes the wisdom of God gives an idea, but the idea must go in process because God is building you. I always like the story of Joseph. He has a dream of greatness, but he doesn't jump into greatness. And the truth is that if God had revealed to him the process to the manifestation, he would have, he would have rejected it. Because if God had showed him the pits, the betrayal, the pits, Potiphar's house, okay, that's okay. Ah, Potiphar's wife, no, no, I don't want that one. Prison, ah, no, no. He was the son of a rich man. So rich that he gave him uh, uh, what do you call it, a garment of many colors. The father loved him. But there's a process from the time the dream came and the manifestation. And we can tell that he had the patience of faith for manifestation. He didn't have the patience to have accepted the offer of Potiphar's wife. And I always say something that before he got to the palace, he had gone through how to manage abundance and how to manage scarcity. He had the seven years course done already. So when you're speaking to, to Pharaoh, he could tell him, when we have abundance, let's keep some. Scarcity, they'll release it. He had lent it in that process, process built in him. Jesse enters the house. Um, Samuel enters the house of Jesse. Anoints David a king, but does not announce him as a king because they need for a process. And one day God laid in my heart something that when you are anointed, you have entered the environment of what I've said. You are, it is hovering over you. 
but you have to mature for that to drop. I get the whole idea. Yeah. So faith has the element of grace where God is the one at work in all this. Don't ask him how. Trust him that what he has said he's able to do and he will do it. Act on what he has said. Leave the how to him. Ah, there's a tarrying. The tarrying is not unfaithfulness, but it's a process that builds strength in me to handle the habits that is about to drop. Hallelujah. So, in practical sense, when you have done all that God has said when it comes to giving, leave the how to him. And I think the bishop told us on Sunday when the prophecy came from Elisha and he said, tomorrow by this time, this is how much rice will cost. The minister said, that cannot be possible. And he said, you see it, but you can't partake of it. And what did God use? They rejected. And what was practically impossible became possible on the day that the word has gone forth. God was on the man. This you lie. It is possible, so possible that from now to the end, you can get the land you have to get. Not by your might, but by the faithfulness of God. Just having faith in God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I've come to a point in my walk with God, I don't doubt Him for anything. I believe Him. Who else do I believe apart from Him? Every man that disappoints you. But he's too faithful to fail. So I'll believe in him. If God tells me, empty your accounts, I'll empty it. Can you watch me come and beg for food? He'll make sure I'll have enough food to give anybody that needs it. That is it. And it's that patience. Hallelujah. The Lord grant us understanding. Deeper insight. As you meditate on this, may this month end with you being an example of the exact thing we just said right now all things are possible with men it's impossible with god all things are possible i see your faith come alive i see your faith come alive your dependency on god has come alive in your walk in that dimension of abundance hallelujah when you look at the life of jesus there was never a day that jesus lacked anything because he walked in the realm of possibilities lift your two hands and begin to thank god that god has brought the realm of possibilities in the name of the lord jesus christ god has brought me the realms of possibilities because the realm of faith is the realm of faith the realm of faith is the realm of faith is the realm of faith the realm of faith the realm of faith i've come to the realm of possibilities not impossibilities it might be impossible with men, but not with my God. Not with my God. I'm in the realm of possibilities. 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 That vision is not dead yet. No, it's not dead. That expectation is not dead yet. No, 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 no. No. That abundance is my portion because he said so. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it that by the end of this month, that financial need is met. It's met. It's met. He's the God of all possibilities. And faith in him brings to that dimension. I'm walking the wisdom of God. 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 That's how I walk. I walk in the ways of the Father. It's Jesus. And His wisdom speaks to us. That all things are possible to him that believes. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. 
devil keeps speaking. Faith has the element of professing. Faith has the element of confession. It has the element of focalizing what God has said. Focalize it. As you become focal, you are bringing to manifestation. Yes. Yes. And the lines are falling for me in pleasant places. I'm focalizing it. Yes. Yes. I'm in the realm of possibilities. Is the 10th day in the 12th month. It's too much. It's too much. Yes. 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 As a church, we walk in possibilities. Yes. We walk in possibilities. Abundance. 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 That is my region. That is your region. Yes, Lord. What they have said is impossible. I'm sharing my testimony on 31st night. I'm sharing my testimony tomorrow. I'm sharing my testimony on Sunday. I'm sharing my testimony on Tuesday. I'm sharing my testimony on 25th, 26th. Yes. Yes. It is a possibility. Oh. Oh. Come on, saint of God. Another five minutes. Another five minutes. Don't be quiet. Come on. Come on. I see you walking in abundance. Not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God, expressed by the wisdom of the Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. They're going to pray this last prayer. One of us in the church here, some time ago told me about an investment he had made and it had locked because the company was off. And I remember in the discussion, I told him there's nothing impossible for God to do. There'll be a restoration. And then yesterday, he said, Sir, that's my money that was locked has come. It has come. Can you lift your right hand and say, Lord, I receive restoration, 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 restoration. Begin to speak. Restoration, 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 restoration. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. You have investments in people that have been locked. Release. 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 Lift up your hands, all your gates. Come on, release. Let the earth give back what it has taken. Any investment you have made that looks like a bad debt that is over, restoration. Anyone owing you, restoration. Wherever your money has locked, restoration. It is a friend and relative restoration. Let there be a remembrance. 
let there be a restoration it's part of the workings of faith for abundance it's part of the workings of faith for abundance it's part of the workings of faith Come on, one more minute. Oh, man and woman of faith. Oh, man and woman of faith. Oh, man and woman of faith. You know whom you believe. Oh, shyly, my bye. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to pray a last prayer, but listen to this. I think I've shared this story some time ago. An old woman had this mountain behind her house. She went to church one Sunday. The pastor's preaching said that if you are fed as a mustard seed, you say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. She went back home, looked at the mountain, the rock behind her house, very huge rock. He said, Rock, my pastor says, if I feel the mustard seed, I will say to you, be that removed and cast to the sea. Remove, go. Every morning when she's sweeping, before she starts, she would turn to the rock and speak. She kept doing that. She kept doing it. Then one day, she was there, she had a knock. And when she came out, she saw these white guys and big trucks and all of that. And he said, um, Please, I don't want to leave this. I live here. I said, um, That rock behind, we want to crack it. We want to crack it. We want to make a road there. So we want to take permission from you. We will pay you for doing that. So when they went there to crack it, she stood there and said, I told you that you would go. <laughs> she didn't think about how. All she knows is that she was told that God's word said that she has faith as a mustard seed. That mountain removed. To her, it was literal. To this learned is allegorical, but to where is literal. It's not about any poverty mountain. That mountain behind the house must go. That's how faith people behave. They behave too raw. They are not intelligent. They are foolish. Hallelujah. Now, I want to pray over a great man of God who was so instrumental to my spiritual life and a very close brother and friend of my dad and mom. He's been here before. Um, um, Apostle Ernest. Okay, I remember him. He was part of the eight men that prayed over my life in in 93. And um, he wants us to remember him in prayer because we want to speak health to his body. We want to speak strength to him. Want to command any infirmity around him to vanish, and we are talking about we just talk about faith, right? About faith, right? So, we are not expecting a testimony next year, no, 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 right now. As we are praying for him, we are praying for Lawrence's mother, and we are decreeing that, that she's well now. Anybody ready for that? You ready for that? Hallelujah! Lift the word. Bible says he sent forth his word, and his word. Heal them and deliver them. Lift up Apostle Ennis before God. And then lift up Lawrence's mother before God. Come on, people of God. Come on. God finished it in Christ. By faith. We are replicating the experience right now. Not tomorrow. Not next year. Right now. Right now. And while the saints were praying for Apostle Peter... An angel entered the prison and took him out. Took him out. Took him out. In the name of Jesus Christ. We are carriers of eternal life. When we exhale, we release the very life of God. 
that makes things happen. That the earnest in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you have believed, whom you have worked for, whom you have spoken all through your life, since he met you on the road to Damascus, we decree that your body is well. Rise up from that bed. Walk in the name of Jesus. Rise up. Walk in the name of Jesus. To the glory of the Father, the glory of the Son, and the glory of the Holy Spirit. We pray for you. Mama Kwafu, get up from that bed. Get up from that bed. Right now, in the name of Jesus. The Lord Jesus makes you whole. We administer the healing virtue of the Lord over you. Your lungs are renewed. Your breath is renewed. Your heart is renewed. Every infection in your lungs be gone. Every infection in your heart be gone. Every diabetes be gone. Receive fullness of life right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus, right now. Receive it now. Get up. Walk. Breathe well. Receive strength. Daddy Ernest. In your waist. In your heart. Receive strength. Any tissue that has been damaged. We speak fresh one. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Devil, you're a liar. You have lost it. In the name of Jesus. They are well. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lift your two hands and thank God for answer to prayer. Thank God for the miracle. Thank God for the miracle. Thank God for the manifestation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for divine touch for freedom. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even as you are praying for these great people, if there's anybody in your family who is sick, they are here right now, right now, right now, right now. And even if it's you, you're well in your body. Give the Lord a clap offering. Celebrate Jesus. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, you will not end this year in debt. You will not end this year in debt. Helpers are coming from the north. They're coming from the south. They're coming from the east and the west. Helpers. Your needs are supplied. Shame is far from you. For the Lord is your glory. He is your shield. He is the lifter up of your head. That rent is paid. That feast is paid. In the name of Jesus.